The Mountain Woman Radio Show is brought to you by FermentTools.com. Fermentation. Preservation. Enjoy. You're listening to The Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at TreyerWilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Hey guys, welcome. I'm so glad to have you with me today. Today is an unusual show. I am not feeling real well, and I am joined here with two guests that are near and dear to me, and we are on our couch sitting in front of the wood fire (laughs) and the wood stove. So I have my mountain man here with me today. Howdy. And the mountain boy. Hi. (laughs) And we figured we'd bring you into our living room and make this real cushy and and have you join us in in our home. While we uh, do a show today, I figure what we would touch on is homestead essentials, and who better to help me with that than my guys. So I hope you guys are doing well. Um, Many of you are getting pummeled with snow, which we are a bit jealous, although our weather out here is just so crazy. We've been in the 50s, robins are showing up, the grass is starting to grow, and this is just February. I mean, this is unheard of. We have normally have frosts into uh, July normally. So this is pretty crazy, crazy weather. And I know you guys are probably feeling the same way with all the snow that you're getting. So hopefully you're staying warm and dry and safe. But um, we've been having the opportunity to get out. It was really beautiful on Sunday. And we went out uh, hunting for antlers and uh, didn't find any, but had a great day together. But it's it's been some nice weather out here. And then in between the sunshine is lots of rain. So just stay safe and and uh, stay warm where you are if you're getting pummeled with the snow. I'm sure we're probably still going to get some, what do you think, before the end of the season? Oh, yeah. We're not out of it yet. Yeah. Yeah. But we would, we thought we would talk about homestead essentials. And what brought that on and the thought process on is um, we were asked to do a review on Kevin's quality clothespins. And... It made me think of some of the things that are essential for us, and those are one of them. Um, many people don't recall what a clothespin and a wash line looks like uh, this day and age because we all have the modern-day conveniences of washing machines and dryers and and who knows what else because we're so kind of out of the loop on that too. But um, but we do. We use wash a wash line in front of our wood stove. In the wintertime, we have a pulley system wash line that we will be using outside in the future, and we've used the wash line outside in the past. 
Um, but clothespins are important, and today's things are made so cheaply, and they fall apart. And, you know, our clothespins are pretty cheesy. And to receive the ones in the mail that I did uh, receive uh, from Kevin were amazing. They're super sturdy, very durable, and it just made me start thinking about the importance of the essentials we have here on our homestead, why we have them, and the importance of quality things, which happens and sadly is hard to find today. Um, so if you are interested in checking out the clothespins, you can follow a link on our website at treyerwilderness.com slash clothespins. And you can see the uh, review and post that I put up. There is also a discount offer in that um, post. And you will also find uh, that we are doing a giveaway for three packs of their clothespins. And I'm, I must say I am really impressed with them. They're, they're extremely heavy duty and worth the money uh, because they're going to last. That's one thing that I've always uh, intrigued me at looking at my grandparents and my mom's clothespins is that they were so big and heavy duty and and made nice, and it's a shame things today aren't made that way. You know, everybody wants to kind of cut corners and make as many as they can, you know, and it just doesn't seem right. Things just fall apart so easily anymore. But that was one of the things that I felt is an essential on our homestead, um, is the clothespins and the wash line. And I can think of many things in the kitchen, but I'm going to jump to my men here and see what they have to say. Um... Buddy, what would you say uh, some of the homestead essentials are uh, it, here and, and for you? The goats, because yeah. I can drink their milk. Okay. And eat the cheese from their milk. All right, awesome. <clears throat> and what else? And the chickens, because of the eggs that they give us. All right, yep, perfect. So our homestead animals are something that are really important. It helps us to be self-sustaining and uh, be able to provide for ourselves. Um, what else can you think of that uh, are things that you utilize? Firewood. Ah, very good. That's keep one of the house warm. Okay. Yep, to keep the house warm. And that's one of his chores. He is responsible for bringing in firewood when it gets low in here in the house. And we all take part in um, getting the, the firewood and chopping the firewood. That has been a thing that the men have done this past year just because of how busy I was, but um, it is something that we've done in the past as a family, and um, it is very important because our main source of heat is wood. We have a wood stove, and it's something that's available to us, so yeah, that's a good one. What else? Our pocket knives. Yeah, a pocket knife is something that's important on a homestead. Um, give us some examples of some of the uses you use it for. Could whittle it into a spear. Okay, so you can whittle things. Mm -hmm. Okay, what else do you use it for when you're doing your chores? Cutting the rope for the hay. All right, yep. So it's a good universal tool, and I'm going to rat on you. You were just doing something else with it. An apple. You were doing what with an apple? Cutting up an apple. And eating it, yeah, with his pocket knife, which I hope was clean, but I never questioned that. <laughs> I only use it for the hay. All right. But the other thing is, too, that's a good point, is your pocket knife, but also having a good knife on the on the homestead is important. Um, you've gutted several deer mm -hmm. already, so it's important to have sharp and good knives. And yep. even how knowing how to make them, 
um, you and your dad were out in the smithy a couple times and you were learning how to blacksmith, right? Yep. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Good life. Not bad, is it? Well, it's not bad. <laughs> now, is there anything else you could think of off the top of your head right now? No, not really. All right. All right. Let's move on to the mountain man and see what are some things that you can think of that you would consider uh, homestead essentials. Oh, man. I could go on for hours. Oh, that's good. Let's go. We'll share. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it can go anywhere from just uh, your end of the spectrum of in the kitchen to... Mm-hmm outdoors anywhere yeah a lot of stuff um i mean well let's see uh firewood uh you having a good mall um i know sometimes a mall isn't enough having a good wedge and uh sledgehammer even two wedges sometimes one wedge isn't enough to split a big piece you need two wedges to cut it in half and then use your mall to split from there. Um, you know, uh, a good chainsaw. I mean, you can go out and you can, you can buy a cheap chainsaw. But, you know, it's not going to last you real long. Especially if you're going to use it all the time for, you know, gathering firewood and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, you... Yeah, you buy a cheap one, you know, it breaks on you. Today's mentality is, uh, you know, throw it away, okay, get rid of it. Okay, you go buy another one. Well, right there, two chainsaws, two cheap chainsaws, you could have bought a, you bought yourself a good one. Right. Um, so, you know, get yourself a good chainsaw. Um, sharpening equipment. Sharpening equipment for the saw and other equipment. Um, good axe, um, come along, yeah. come along, is a very good one, um, I mean, a come along has saved us <laughs> in so many different ways, uh, growing up on a farm, you know, you used to come along for all kinds of stuff, but, uh, you know, pulling your, uh, pulling your vehicle out of the mud or ditch or whatever, driveway, when You've done that too. Yeah, when it gets real bad, um, <laughs> you know, pulling, pulling firewood, pulling whatever, all kinds of stuff. Good come alongs, worth its essential. weight in gold. Yeah, and uh, you know, some people might not think much of it either, but a good uh, uh, jack, uh, one of those high lift bumper jacks. Yeah. Um, some of you might not know, but I was a professional guide um, for quite a few years. And uh tell you what, those bumper jacks got you out of some spots <laughs> um, when we were in the vehicles. So Yeah, and that's helped us here too. Same yeah, thing. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, you know, weed eater. Yeah. You know, good weed eater. Steel, Husqvarna, Echo, yeah. you know, some of them are uh, really good weed eaters. Um, I have a video. I was just going to say that. <laughs> on uh, 
how you can use a skill saw blade <laughs> to uh, actually trim uh, like brush and stuff like that. Works really, really well, but you need a really heavy-duty uh, weed eater. To do that. Um, hmm, man, I could go on forever. Really. Keep thinking. I thought of something that Austin could share. Um, with Austin being outside all the time doing chores, and we've had a, almost two months of rain straight here, we're mud up to our eyeballs, so your footwear. Yeah. Rubber boots. Yeah, rubber boots. Would boot. be good because you don't want to get stuck in the mud and have have to pull your foot out of your boot. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And we do. We have a lot of clay out here. So it, as we've called it growing up, even back home, it's the sucky mud, the kind that you lose shoes in, you know. So it's essential to have good shoes that you're able to keep your feet dry and warm in the cold. You, Many of you can relate to that now with the uh, cold weather that you're getting on the East Coast. You know, it's important to have good clothing. And um, that made me think of something else. Um we have a treadle sewing machine that was my grandfather's, and I'm so excited to have it. It is actually a leather-working treadle machine. And um, one of the things that we focus on really heavily is purchasing tools that don't require power, that will enable us to get the chores done regardless what the situation at hand is. Um, so in my kitchen, and I'll go back on that later, but I have, and even in our house, we have a two man saw hanging on the wall. We have an old, oh, that's a cross, the cross cut, but, and then we also have the two man saw hanging as well. But we have, we have saws hanging on the wall that we actually pull off and use. We have, um, an old drill hanging on the wall. We have the old iron, the cast iron irons that you put on the wood stove, um, so we have many tools all through our home and all through the shops and outside everywhere that are antiques because for one, they've already stood the test of time. They're 50 plus years old and they're still working well and they're made really durably. But if we wouldn't have power, we still have things that are going to get us by and that we can use. So I was real excited about having the treadle sewing machine and it's important to know the skills, um, to be able to use the tools that you have and be able to make yourself things, um, you know, in a in situations that you may not be able to get out or you may not be able to get things, you know, like making clothing or uh, making your own shoes or bags. Um, right now, the mountain boy um, has some custom work that he was asked to do. He's making a haversack bag and a knife sheath, and the mountain man has already made many of them himself, and... Um, you know, we, I'm making a pair of the leather moccasins, like I mentioned last week. So to be able to make these things too, and to have the tools that you need to make them, you know, um, having, a an awl to, uh, sew your leather and the varying tools you need. And that's why I'm so excited about the leather treadle machine as well, so that I can make things on the fly. But, um, we're going to take a short break right now to hear some words from our sponsors and we're going to come back and, and share some more with you. Stay tuned. The new Pioneer Magazine, taking the skills and techniques of yesteryears and combining it with solar, hydroponics, and various other advancements of today, creating the most robust pioneering magazine on the market. In addition to the new Pioneer Magazine, they also have available the American Frontiersman Magazine, taking you back to a more primitive time, and both magazines can be found at newpioneermag.com. 
Get your copies today and be prepared for tomorrow. Do you have a loved one or are you suffering from celiac disease or a gluten intolerance? Trying to find that perfect flour? Whether you are baking cookies, flaky pie crusts, or baking breads from scratch, or you are looking for a quick cake from a package, look no further. Better Batter offers non-GMO gluten-free products with an assortment of packaged items as well as flour packaged in varying sizes, including their bulk sizes, perfect for those of you that are practicing your preparedness skills. Better Batter's not just another gluten-free flour. It's what you have been searching for. Visit betterbatter.org. Do you have your free digital subscription to Prepare Magazine yet? If not, then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox. It's easy. All you have to do is go to preparemag.com, enter your name and email address, and you're subscribed. Consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources. You can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of Prepare Magazine. Visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you. Prepare Magazine, encouraging, empowering, and enriching your journey. All right, we are back, and again, we are in our living room, and as a family, we are sharing with you some of our thoughts on homesteading essentials. Um, I'm going to jump into the kitchen and just mention some of the things I feel that are really important, and one thing that we're focusing on also is um, getting a uh, wood cook stove in place at some point in our homestead. We do have one outside that is in need of some TLC. But to have those things available in the event that you need to use them, we use our wood stove in the wintertime all the time to cook on. Um, But having the equipment in your kitchen that you need, we have many teapots and kettles. Uh, We have all kinds of antiques decorating our walls that enable me to make everything that we need from scratch. But the other important aspect of things that I feel is being able to preserve our food also. And we have the canning equipment and um, extra canning supplies, jars, the Tatler seals. Um, those are really important because they are reusable, unlike the metal like ball seals and um, the other seals that are available on the market. The Tatler seals have a, a rubber ring and a plastic top, and they are completely reusable, um, endless amounts of times, and you can purchase the rubber grommets or rings separately to keep them on hand as well but they are an amazing product I think to keep on hand because that way you can can and continue to preserve your food in the event that something does occur Um, but having all the old tools the other thing that I feel is an absolute essential both inside and outside on our homestead is our cast iron I could not live without our cast iron the food just tastes better out of cast iron, wouldn't you say? He's shaking his head. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and you, you would agree too, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. We enjoy some good food out here. And the mountain man makes a mean dish in the Dutch oven over the open fire. So um, benefits of cooking in cast iron and being able to use them right from your stovetop to your wood stove to the open fire, even in a pit, you know, you can uh, use them in, in varying ways with the coals on top of your Dutch oven and uh, encased in coals to make your pies. You know, you've got really versatile tools there that are, again, antiques. A lot of ours are antiques. Um, We have a huge kettle um, that I found at a yard sale, and I also found a what they called a pig pot, and it is an oval 
cooking pot that is also awesome. Um, great sizes. The oval one is great for us because when we make our wooden spoons, the mountain man has made me several for my kitchen, um, they need to be uh, boiled. It'll keep them from cracking and then you uh, coat them with uh, vegetable oil of some sort. We use olive oil or coconut oil and um, you know so that pot is a, a, a nice length that allows us to put those utensils in and, and boil them and, and process them the way they need to be. So just having the, the equipment on hand is so important. Double boilers, I have some antique double boilers that are really great for making your homemade chocolate. Um, I have a, an herbal neck pack that used to go in a microwave, but since we don't own a microwave, it's a little hard to heat it up. So I actually do the double boiler and put my rice pack um, in the double boiler so I can heat it up nice and put it on my neck. Um, just having those, those varying uh, utensils that, are, that can be used no matter what. We actually have an antique toaster that goes on the wood stove as well. So I just feel it's important to have tools that you can use regardless if you have power and that you can use in versatile ways. Uh, being able to have tools on the homestead that you can use in multi-situations like the mountain man was talking about. You know, it's, it's really important to have them. And also something I want to touch on that will include him is making your own tools and knowing how to do that. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because you've got a lot of videos out. Well, um, you know, there's there's all kinds of tools you can make, especially if you got yourself, a, you know, a, a forge. Um, of some kind, um, there's all kinds of things you can make, you can make knives, you can make, you know, axes, uh, chisels, all kinds of things, gardening tools, gardening tools, which we'll touch on, yeah, all, all kinds of things, um, having the know-how, uh, to, to know how to, you know, do these things, build these things, is uh, definitely a uh, plus. Yeah. Because um, he's even made nails. He's made us nails. He's made us the uh, tools we use to get the wood in and out of the fire, the poker and the wood grabber. And Yeah, there's, there's you know, like nails and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's, it's good to be able to, you know, know how to do that because sometimes, like where we live, you know, you got to run... 45 minutes to get nails if you gotta <laughs> you know go get nails yeah. so and some people don't realize either uh you know we got nowadays we got the round nails uh the the old square nails um they actually have more holding power than what a, a round nail does <laughs> um you know so being able to do do some of that stuff make some of your own nails and that um you know, knives for whatever, hunting, uh, fishing, you know, butchering, whatever, and just even work around the homestead, you know, that, that those things. Um, build your, being able to build yourself some good gardening tools, uh, shovels, hose, you know, those sort of things, even picks, if yeah. you have the right swage and stuff. Um, you know, fire pokers, that sort of thing for in your uh, fireplace or 
wood stove or whatever. Right. Um, ash shovel, you know, all those things. Um, knowing how to do that's uh, very, very good. And I will say another good thing, kind of off subject, <laughs> but still on the homestead thing. Um, something good to have around the homestead for us guys is a good woman. <laughs> And I got me one good woman. So, so uh, guys out there, if you're listening, can't beat a good woman. That's for sure. Unless it's good food. Oh, well, it still don't replace a good woman. <laughs> okay, so you but, heard it from my men. That's funny. <laughs> um, anyhow. Back on subject, um, having yourself some, <laughs> having yourself some good, uh, like even lanterns, um, in case of, uh, power outages or, you know, on our, in our case, um, you know, where say we might not have enough sun or mm-hmm. whatever, and we don't want to run a generator to recharge the battery, kind of wasting gas or whatever. Yep. Uh, lanterns to light the house, and we some... also have the cabin too, which does mm-hmm. not have power of any kind in it. Um, it has a wood stove, and that's about it. And yeah. uh, so we use the lanterns down there all the yeah. time too. Lanterns so. and candles and yeah, such. Um, yeah, that's a great one because. Being able to use the lanterns and use them with varying uh, fuel is also important. Our lanterns um, we use with a sootless oil um, in the house now, but they could use kerosene, they could use vegetable oil, you know, so it can be used in varying ways. The reason we choose the sootless now is just because it doesn't leave, the obviously, the soot all over everything. But, um, you know, if you're in a situation and you need light more than you're worried about the soot, you know, that's uh, good to know that you have a lantern that you can use for the varying purposes. Yeah. And finding the old glass lanterns, too, at yard sales and thrift stores, oh, you can find them all over the place for next to nothing, and it doesn't hurt to stock up on them because, you know, you have many rooms in your house. If the power's out and you need light... And the thing is, make sure you have enough oil for them, too. You know, don't just have the lanterns and no oil. They don't do you very good. You know, it won't do you very good to have that. But um, candles, too. Candles is, are a great uh, thing to have for varying reasons. Um, yeah, you know, having having those candles and that sort of thing. Um, also, you know, you can make your own kind of uh, lantern-type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a video out on that. Um, I'm not sure where it's at right now. It will be at Trayer Wilderness. I'm in the process of getting the old videos from our other channels over to our Trayer Wilderness. So just All right. but check that. Yeah, it's, um, on, uh, building your own, uh, type lamp of, of sorts. I had a, an older gentleman actually show me, um, mm-hmm. how to do this. And uh, it's very, very interesting. You can use a regular wick and uh, some wire and uh, vegetable oil to make yourself a, a little lantern uh, of sorts, um, which works very well. And it can be any kind of you know vegetable oil or olive oil or whatever yeah. you can use uh, to light that thing. So, you know, knowing how to do these things and make these things uh, yeah. is is good stuff. I mean, man, 
I, like I said, I could go on for hours, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, on tools alone, um, on uh, how, you know, the different tools to, to have on a homestead, um, good tools. Yeah. But don't, you know, if you're getting into uh, that, this sort of thing, like homesteading or, or whatever, um you know, don't don't worry about having the perfect tools or or whatever. Um, but or all of them at one time. Yeah, all of them at one time. Just kind of focus on getting um, the essentials, getting you know things to to build on. Uh, like a good uh, if you're gonna you know if you're gonna have firewood. Use firewood and heat your home with firewood. Uh, you know, a good wedge and sledgehammer. You don't have to have them all. Um, you know, I split firewood most of my life. Well, pretty much all my life. Um, <laughs> since I was little. I, that was one of my chores was splitting, uh, you know, splitting firewood. Um, so I split it with a, a wedge and a, a sledgehammer. You know, pretty much most of my life. So, you don't have to have a mall. Because sometimes a mall doesn't always work. Um, unless you're planning to beat on the backside of that thing. And mushroom it out and stuff. So, but there's, you know, a mall's a good thing to have. Uh, but so, it, th- there's there's all kinds of things that you can, you can get. But you kind of prioritize yep. the things you think you might need. Um, make a list. Yep. Start out, you know, start out small, start out with small things and start building on that. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, depending on what your projects are that you start with, you know, base it on that. Um, having hammers and, uh, your typical building tools are really important. And something else that popped in my mind is making sure you have heirloom seeds and things to tools to do a garden. And, um, you don't need many tools, uh, to do a garden either and for that matters you could even use a stick to make your rows you know you don't you don't need to go fancy you can go frugal and like like we did you know we had a lot of the tools um that we have our antiques are from our ancestors yeah i mean a lot of them a lot of them you know we have quite a few tools that were like her grandfather's Great great grandfathers, yeah. you know, my great grandfathers, my grandfathers, and even my great great grandfathers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have some tools and I you know, I still use them. Oh yeah. You know, they're good they're good quality made stuff, kinda like them clothespins that she was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um those things are I'll tell you what, I'm I'm impressed and yes, for you guys out there that think you're too good to do laundry um (laughs) grow up or you obviously didn't live alone um for a while (laughs) and if you think you're too good to do it grow up um but anyhow they help me those because i do laundry off and on um (laughs) so anyways um you know those clothespins i was really impressed but get good things you know get 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 good quality stuff you know 
And that older stuff is very good, very good things. And hitting the yard sales and the thrift stores is a really good thing because a lot of times people are cleaning out grandma's attic or, you know, their own attic and just have hordes of things. And, you know, you can find antiques so cheap and, and good tools. You got those wrenches a couple of weeks ago for like, what, two bucks? Oh, yeah. I got a real um, name brand uh, and some name brand wrenches for just a couple dollars. And and they they look like they're brand new yeah. and if and they have a lifetime guarantee. So you get something like that and it does break, you can take it to the store and have it replaced. So, you know, I, we're not proud. We shop in thrift stores all the time because we find stuff with tags still on it. And we've ta- I've talked to you guys about this before, but you know, that's a great place to start. Um and Facebook even has some groups, local groups, at least here, where they have yard sales and varying things online where people list things that they want to get rid of or that they're in search of. Um, and always remember to consider bartering. If you have something that someone else might need and they have something you need, don't hesitate to ask if they'd be willing to barter. I know I've talked to you guys about that too, but we do a lot of bartering, and that's a great way to get the supplies and tools you need on, on your homestead. And um, I know we didn't cover everything today. There is just we – could, we could literally sit here for hours and just start going from room to room and think of all the things and, and outside of all the things you need um, you know, to get you by on the homestead. But um, like he said, and the best thing to do always is to make yourself a list and, and pr- prioritize things based on what your needs are. Check off what you've gotten, add things as you think of them, because as we were here, there were many things that came up that we decided we needed. You know, we he built a sawmill that has been just awesome for us to be able to mill our own lumber, which has saved us a lot of money. And that's how we made our, our cabin, our greenhouse, our garden, uh, our barn and treehouse for the boy and the goats and the chicken coop. I mean, we've built a lot of things that have really saved us. So, you know, by being frugal and doing things yourself and, and getting yourself good tools and and getting yourself set up and thinking out of the box too, uh, we really feel it's important to be able to think of our future and know that we have tools that we can use no matter what because things are uncertain and and we don't know what tomorrow will bring. So we have a lot of faith in God and knowing that he will guide us where we need to go, but it's also upon us to find the right tools and to think and, and prepare. So that's what we do. Um, so having garden seeds, heirloom seeds for your garden is really important that you can keep your garden going all the time and you'll always have food. Um, the next thing we could talk about, but we are running out of time, so maybe we'll do a second segment on this, but is your equipment to uh, hunt and harvest animals and to butcher Um, so maybe we will jump back and join you again next week and, and fill you in on some of the other things that, uh, we feel you need. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that's very important on a a homestead is, uh, is a gun. Um, you know, as far as getting meat and, and things like that, protection and such. And some people might not think, you know, very highly of, guns but uh you know just remember guns don't pill, kill people people kill people 
Yeah, and know. and they are essential because yeah, we have essential. to worry about our animals being harmed by wild animals out here, the wolves and that, and the coyotes, and you know you, you take that risk. So you know we have to be prepared for that. But we should talk. We will talk more on that. I know I've talked guns with you folks before, and I know many of you are open to it. But um, we can provide you with some of the things we feel uh, would be a good place to start. I know I've talked to you before about um, with with gun safety and that. Um, but I would like to, we'll continue this again next week and share more with you because uh, some of you read my articles, and I did an article on the Rossi trifecta that we carry. So we'll we'll join you next week again and share some more information with you. I hope you enjoyed this. It was quite interesting. And just as much as it's important for a man to have a good woman, it's also important for mm-hmm. a woman to have a good man. Let me end on that note because I am blessed. I have a very good man. He uh, takes good care of me. He has a lot of amazing qualities and talents that have gotten us so far on our homestead. And the mountain boy is following right behind him. So um, I'd just like to thank you guys for joining me. And until next week's show, you guys stay safe, warm, and, uh, and God bless. Take care. God bless. God bless. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at TreyerWilderness.com. And be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you.